And uh, we're going to study, if you will, the, 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 the God's desire, which is the last point on the paper there. We've been going through this for quite for a couple weeks, but we see the life of, of Samson. We began this. Uh, uh, chapter 13, we went over the revelation, if you will, that God gave to his parents that they were going to have a child. Uh, Judges chapter 14 begins the move of, of Samson. Uh, Samson desi- desires a woman from the Philistines, uh, someone he should not have been with. He was, she was not a born-again believer. She wasn't someone who believed in God. She was someone who was not of God. And uh, then also, then if you will, uh, you'll see there, uh, what you looking for? Oh, we got a Kleenex somewhere? I think there's one back there. Uh, we see that, uh, yeah, there you go, babe. Uh, in Judges 14, he moves to go to a daughter of Timnath. Um, it is strange to see that Samson's uh, life, he struggled with this. He struggled with going after wrong women. And uh, this was one of his first moves to do that. Number two, his parents opposed him. They, gave, they opposed what was going on. But if you'll see in this, uh, in, in their opposing him, <coughs> it was a wise oppose because the Bible teaches us, even in 1 Corinthians, that uh, people that are not saved and unsaved are not supposed to be married. The Bible says, be not unequally yoked. And, and so you're not supposed to be married <coughs> to someone who is not born again. And so the same principle applied even back then. Uh, the Jews were not supposed to marry someone who was not a Jew, which meant this, they're not supposed to marry someone that didn't believe like them. What happens to children and families when a husband believes one and the wife believes another, the family is split and it causes a division in the home and things to that nature that God did not intend to take place. And that's why God teaches the principle of this. So Samson moved uh, to go to Timnath. Uh, Samson opposed, uh, Samson's parents opposed him. Not, it was a good oppose, but it was a weak pose. They opposed I don't even know how you say that, but they opposed it weakly uh, because they didn't stop him. They, they went down there with him. Even though they opposed it, they still went ahead and went with it. Now let's look at God's design. Number, number three on the back. Uh, verse number four. Well, the Bible says, but his mother and his father knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines, for at that time the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against them. Now, next week we'll go into the rebellion of of Samson, but what I want to focus in is on God's design. Uh, God's design for this to take place. Bible says in verse number four, but his father and mother knew not that it was of the Lord. You think about this for just a moment. Uh, The mother and father did not know that it was of God. It was God's plan 
that Samson would go down to Timnath and marry. It was God's plan that he would gain an occasion. Uh, Verse number four, it says that he sought an occasion against the Philistines. Who sought an occasion of the Philistines? Who is he? In verse number four, who do you think he is? Not Samson. Because if you read, if that, the rest of that verse says, but his father and mother knew not know that it was the Lord that he sought. So who sought an occasion against the Philistines? The Lord did. The Lord wanted an occasion against the Philistines. Why do you think that God wanted an occasion against the Philistines? Why did God want them? Why did God want an occasion if you will, a, a, a defense, uh, an opportunity uh, against the Philistines. Why did God want that? Was because the Philistines were in, in power over the Israelites, and the Israelites had been suppressed and oppressed, and, and they were in slavery they, uh, over with the Philistines for some 40 years or something to that nature. And so God needed an occasion to go against the Philistines. And one of his occasions was that he was going to use Samson. Now, I will say this as well. There's, there's a couple things that I see here. One, if you will, on this God's design, the mother and father knew not. What, is, what do you think that? And to me, I look at it like this. There's times in our life when uh, God's design, we can't see. We can't see God's design all the time. You and I, we, we get to look at the here and now. You know, immediate, immediate things. We can't see far off into the future. <coughs> and if we could, it might would change how we do things. Yeah, ever watch those movies uh, where people travel in time and they come back and they fix something and they go back into the future and it's completely messed everything up? Because they thought if they could go back in time and fix this one thing, it would fix the future. See, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what tomorrow, next year, and two years from now hold. There would never have come a time in my life, man. I've always desired, um, as as a young man, I, I got called to preach. After getting called to preach, I had a desire of being a pastor, but I had no idea where. I would have never dreamed that I would be in, I never, I never picked out Port Arthur and said, man, I want to live in Port Arthur. Yeah, I, I, I would have never done that. But God had a plan that he would live, he would have us to live in Port Arthur. And I love Port Arthur. I love, I love living where we do. I love Nederland. And uh, we love living in Southeast Texas. I have, I know people are like, I don't like South, look, my, I, have, I have family that says, I don't know why you want to live on Hurricane Alley. Well, bring it on. This is where God wants us. I love it. I love living here. And, uh, but we don't know God's plan and God's design, but God's plan was for this to take place. But as what they didn't know about it, but I will say this as well, is that even though it was God's plan, God doesn't condone evil. So even though... Samson went down to Timnath to take a woman who was not a woman he should have been with, was not a woman he should have ever married, but God used that to bring something good. 
So what God can do is he can use evil to bring the good. But he did not, because if Samson, you know, know, people would say, well, God wanted Samson to go into sin. No, God would have had an occasion with Samson to go down to the Philistines with or without him going down to Timnath and getting a wife. So it is important that we understand that God's plan is always right, but God is not going to condone evil. Evil is always wrong. Evil will always be wrong. You, you read and you think about the things that are taking place on our television screens today and our movies and, and all the things that Hollywood is trying to produce and push, push, to push on us. They want us to conform to their idea. Look, evil will always be evil. And wrong will always be wrong. And you watch, you watch a lot of those things or watch TV. You'll see it. They push it so hard that we would believe just like they do because they want their evil pushed. That's not, and God can take the evil that we go through and make it good. If you can, I, I can tell you there's been some evil, if you will, uh, bad things that have taken place in my life and God has used it for good. Look, I've not always, I've not always done right. There are times in my life I do wrong. I say things I shouldn't. I think things I shouldn't. And God can still use the, uh, an evil Trenton to still do the work of the Lord, just like he can use us in our situation, uh, evil, evil uh, situation, and still be God's plan and God's way. Even though his parents did not know it was still the Lord, but the Lord also sought an occasion against the Philistines. <coughs> Anybody have any thoughts or questions? The Bible says, at the very end of that verse, it says, for at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. What does it mean to have dominion? I didn't look up the word dominion, so you might have to help me out here. What does it mean to have dominion? Control? Man? Mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder if that's the same meaning. Help us out. You're back there Googling it. <laughs> I take one to go. I like uh, mushrooms and... Olives and sausage, that would be really good. I'm just kidding. Oh, you were talking about the dominoes that you play. Oh, okay. What does it say? Dominion. A rule over. Yeah. So think about that. That's good. Government or sovereignty or overruling or, you know. So, so here we are. The Philistines have rule. The Philistines are in control. The Philistines have sovereignty over Israel. God realized that he needed to gain an occasion against the Philistines so that they would not have dominion anymore. So let me ask you something. In our, in our Christian life, um, is there ever sin in our life that we allowed to have dominion over us? We allow to have control over us. We allow to have those things in our life. So God needs an occasion against those things so that it's not in rule anymore. Now, 
the Philistines were nagging, nagging enemies to the Israelites. Um, through David's life, you know, David killed the Philistine Goliath. And, through, and throughout David's life, the Philistines were still there nagging the Israelites. So I don't know if maybe they didn't stomp them out like they should have way back then, and they just continued to be the nagging there. But God no longer allowed them to make, have dominion after Samson. So God allowed this time period to gain an occasion to have no longer to have dominion. So uh, we have sin that we deal with, and that sin should not have dominion over our life. That sin should not control what we say and where we go and what we do. That sin that has dominion over us, we should allow the Lord to help us overcome that. Now, that's, now I will say this, that's easier said than done, especially something that has dominion over us. <coughs> because what would it take for the Philistines to no longer have dominion over the Israelites? A battle, a war. You're not talking, it, wouldn't, it would not be, boop, all right, it's done, it's over with, it's no more. But it would have to be something that would, that would be a prolonged battle. And in our Christian life, we have to battle our sin and battle our sin. And so when we have sin in our life, we have, it's not a one and done type of deal. I, you know, people come down to the altar and they pray and they get back up and they run back to their seat. Like that, that alone is something that you need to do. But that's not going to conquer that sin tomorrow because you've got to make sure that you still go to the Lord to have dominion, to have help overcome those things. Bible says, I think in 1 Corinthians 13, and maybe 2 Corinthians, but it says, there hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man that God is faithful, that he will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. But with that temptation, he'll make a way of an escape. So the temptation that we face, that dominion, that sin that has dominion over us, he'll make a way of an escape for us. He'll make a way for us to overcome that sin if we will trust him. Know this, that there's never been a temptation to you. There's never been a temptation that I faced that someone else has not already faced. So when we heed to that temptation, we're just giving in to something that would truly, we can have victory. And so the Israelites, God wanted an occasion against them. God, God used the evil that Samson did to bring victory over the Israelites <coughs> or to gain an occasion against the Israelites. All right. Any other thoughts, any thoughts or questions? Any questions about it? God has a plan, and I will say this too before I close. God has a plan for your life. Don't ever forget that too. Sometimes we forget, we think that we're just, nah, we're just making it along. No, God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. You're not just here just to fill up a space. And God has a purpose for your life. God has a purpose for you. Even at nine years old, Reagan, even at six years old, does God have a plan for you? Yeah, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for me, even at 36. 37? 37. Sorry. I, I'll be 38. I'll be 38, won't I? I'll be 37. 
I'll take a couple years off. It doesn't matter. I'll be 35. I'll be 37. I'm 34, so you're 36. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll get it right. I don't even know how old I am. You know, you used to, you knew how old you were. Now you're kind of like, eh, it don't really matter. It's just not birthday. Wait a couple of decades. <laughs> Stop. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it will. It will. I was talking about that Sunday. 11 years from now, Alyssa will be 20. 14 years ago, Stacy was 20. <laughs> That was funny. Okay, anyway. Now, Alyssa said that this afternoon. She's like, 14 years ago, Mama, you were 20. <laughs> Any questions or thoughts? We'll close. Follow God's design. God has a plan. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for tonight. I thank you for...